well, 2022 was very successful. A lot of, we hit some new places, had a lot of, you know, we only had a, we only had, probably had, you know, a couple missed shows that didn't, didn't go the way we wanted them to, but um, almost all the rest of them were, were really successful, really good. Um, you know, no matter what the event was, all the, all the wrestlers uh, did their best, uh, worked hard, uh, put on an incredible event. And in 2023, um, it's only going to get better. Um, we're looking at more places, uh, a few new places. Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Johnny Cadillac. And once again, reflecting on the year that we just had, 2022, most of which behind us at this point. And this time I want to reflect kind of on the MWA in 2022. So who better to have as my guest on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast today than MWA promoter and, of course, heavyweight champion Brian Blade. Brian, how are you doing today? Oh, good. Thanks for having me again. Of course. It's always a always a pleasure having you on the show. You know you're always welcome, and I, I enjoy our conversations, and I'm expecting that we're going to have a fun time reflecting, if you ask me. It's a big year we had in MWA, so. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty good 2022 coming off of the last couple of years of, uh, you know, one full year of COVID and kind of a, you know, half year 2021. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to remember when exactly we resumed doing shows again because I think we we were kind of eager to get in, but we had to you know still follow the protocols and make sure everything was safe to to start. And uh, I want to say even when we started in 2022, there was still a mask mandate in place at least in Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, you just want like you remember how it was for you as a promoter, just thinking about making sure that. Uh, just following guidelines where you could with the MWA staff. And then of course the fans getting ready for some of those earlier shows when there was still a mask mandate here. Well, you always, you always worry about how people are going to react when you tell them you, know, you have to do something or you have to wear a mask or, but um, all our fans you know, were great. Uh, we really had no problems with people wearing a mask. Um, so it really went pretty smooth. Uh, staff had no problems. They knew what was, you know, what the rules were and what we had to do in order to have events and the fans knew um, in order for them to get entertainment and get uh, pro wrestling that this is how it had to be done. And I think everyone did a great job with it. Yeah, no, I remember specifically, I think we were hanging out, but then we made sure that if we weren't, we're not wearing masks before we opened up the doors so that the fans come in, that we had to change that. Um, at least if, you know, going around the, the room around the area. And then of course the, we weren't going to make wrestlers wear the masks uh, during their matches. And I, I think I, as ring announcer, I had to wear a mask in between matches and that. Um, but I do remember thinking that I didn't really see any gripes from the fans, that they were all willing to comply, and that's what they did. And that was a sigh of relief for me. Yeah, it made it easier on everybody's part that, you know, we didn't have, you know, trouble with fans. Um, you know, they all came in wearing masks and, they didn't have one, you know, we gave them one and they had, we had no problems with it. So, um, got to thank the MWA fans also for, you know, helping us out and making our jobs easier. Absolutely. And so, I mean, we covered that, but then it was such a, such an eventful year. Um, you know, we had James Storm coming in and helping us out with a few shows again. Uh, even on the Illinois side, well, we had, Two benefit shows in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Of course, uh, Matthew Raywalt coming in on the show in March, and Sean Hernandez coming in 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 October. Um, I'm, I'm missing any of the bigger outside names at this moment. Uh, I think that's all that really came in. To, that's all that came in for uh, Arlington Heights, anyway. Yeah, and then I mean James Storm is in a sense kind of been a staple in MWA and. It's always great having him and always a good draw for our crowds and uh, um, somebody you've worked with on a num number of times now yourself. 
a good guy, um, good to work with, good uh, good to do business with. Uh, he's great with the fans. Uh, he's great with the guys. Uh, yeah, can't wait to have him back again. But right now he's doing a little acting, so we got to get away for that to end. Yeah, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, of course, former WCW star, a man you know very well right now, Dave Sullivan, um, you know, coming into the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Well, he was... He was an inductee from two years ago. Of course, we celebrated his induction in 2021, and he's been a constant, especially in 2022 with MWA as well. Got to mention Dave Sullivan. Yeah, Dave, uh, you know, a good friend of mine now. Uh, has done a great job with everything, uh, helping out, and uh, made him um, an advisor of mine. Um. Just because there's so much going on at times, sometimes I need to you know make sure somebody's got my back. Take a look over contracts, sign some contracts here or there, and he signed some contracts for me for upcoming events. Um, it's just um, you know it's good to have somebody that you can trust that uh, you know that has your back and you know is going to do good business for you. Absolutely. So uh, what were I guess in a nutshell um, looking back at MWA and the matches we had and the competitors we had? Of course, I think at the beginning of the year. Uh, we had one final show with Chief Atakula Kula, where he lost the mid-stage championship to sharpshooter Johnny Gunn, in which I had to make the announcement that whoever lost that match was going to serve a 60-day suspension, and things kind of went south, where after Chief lost, um, we only had him on one other show since then, and of course that was where we uh, we worked with another promotion out at City Impact here in Lincoln. Um but just, I mean, with the MWA title picture, or the Mid-States Championship picture, excuse me, over the year, what's your what's your thoughts shining shining on that and reflecting? Uh, well, Chief Atacula Kula, was a, he's a great competitor in the ring. Uh, he's a great guy out of the ring. Um, glad to call him a friend. Uh, but, you know, he's gotten to that time where, you know, he's, he's ready to hang it up and... Uh, we all get to that time at some point or another. At uh, some point, I'll get there. Hopefully not uh, too soon. But we all, you know, sometimes the time comes. And, I mean, he's been doing this 30 years or better. And uh, he's done it at a, at a high level. He's been, you know, throughout uh, North America. And he's been to Puerto Rico and such. So, um, he's he's had a good career. Um, had a lot of great matches. He's made a lot of friends. Uh, he's got a lot of fans, and you know I wish him well in his future. Yeah, and we're gonna have uh, probably earlier into twenty twenty three. I have to get used to saying that, but we're not quite there yet. But early on in the year, I still I hope to reach out to Chief and have him on the show so we can honor at least on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast honor the tremendous wrestling career he had. The best I can do, you know every MWA star who's come on to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast since uh, since its inception has uh, answered questions and said some statements on Chief and very much respected in the pro wrestling ring all over the country, as you mentioned. Um, so definitely looking forward to having him on. But it was it just seemed like a MWA mid-stage championship curse for a little bit because, I mean, Chief Atakula Kula decides to, to step away and as his career is winding down. <laughs> And in light of that, sharpshooter Johnny Gunn wins the MWA Mid-States Championship, has a, a nice little run there himself, had some great title defenses, and then he had a thorn in his side on with the name Kid Kamikaze come up to the point where he had enough frustration that he said if he doesn't beat Kid Kamikaze and, and retain his Mid-States Championship, that he was hanging up the boots, that he was going to be done. And Kid Kamikaze, being confident in himself, turned around and said the same thing back to Johnny Gunn. Kid Kamikaze gets a victory, and unfortunately we lost Johnny Gunn as well from the MWA roster at that time. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Johnny had a nice run there. I mean, his feud with Chief was was really good, and he came out on the, uh, you know, on the top end of that. But then his, you know, he was... Defeated by Kid Kamikaze, and, you know, sometimes, you know, you get overconfident, you put your career on the line, and Kid maybe got a little overconfident too, but he was able to uh, pick up a victory. And, you know, Johnny Gunn, uh, you know, he, he didn't have the longest run in the MWA, but it was impactful. And, 
you know, I hope his retirement goes well also. And, you know, it's a, a lot of things, you know, with, with, with retirement and wrestling, I guess never say never. You never know if he might, he might be back at some point or another. I mean, that would be up to you and the board of directors to allow him back after retiring and losing a retirement match. But, um, you know, it seems like he's enjoying retirement right now and enjoying his family time. So, but it's wrestling. I mean, Terry Funk retired 47 times, so we'll see what happens. Now, another another wrestler I want to shine some light on. Um, again, he p- was put in a tough situation, and myself as commissioner, I am very familiar with this, and I, I talk about it every time I get the chance. Uh, but put in a very tough position where he and his tag team partner, I believe Blasphemy, were going to be receiving a MWA Tag Team Championship match against the Rebel Hearts. And um, then when there was a misfortune with Massive Legend Justin Gray, and Angel de la Merte just kind of left for a while, we have seen him one time in a battle royal since then, but seems to still maybe have some frustrations. Have you... uh, have you been able to reach out to Angel, see how he's doing, and see if he's planning on coming back into the MWA ring anytime soon? Well, I've heard a rumor that he might be getting some pesos together, getting this upcoming Rumble. So, okay, um, it's very possible you see him in the upcoming Rumble. I hear so it would be uh, be great to have him back. The the fans seem to like him a lot. The kids seem to like him a lot. So, um, you know, maybe he'll come back for the Rumble, and you never know. Maybe he wins the thing. Yeah. It- could uh very well be a possibility of course we will talk more of your your perspective on our upcoming event here in a bit um but yeah i just want to make sure he was doing okay i I didn't get the chance to talk to him i believe it was last august when we did the um when we did the show at city impact um but he was just in that battle royal kind of briefly and um i don't know you know there's still the language barrier but i'm glad to hear that things are okay and he's looking for a return well and he's been wrestling in mexico keeping sharp so it's not that he hasn't you know he hasn't thought about probably coming back um but i could i like i said i've heard some rumors that he might be coming back for the rumble so you might have to look for that uh the the pesos in the mail absolutely okay yeah i'm uh, i'll keep my eyes open and see if he reaches out Hopefully, uh, you know, I haven't had too many conversations with Angel, but it seems that we are able to find a means of communication that the language barrier isn't so bad. So hopefully, hopefully things work out. Uh, He is always welcome. You know, he did not leave under bad circumstances or retirement circumstances. So I'm sure on behalf of the MWA Board of Directors, nobody has an issue with Angel de la Merte making his return with us soon i think it was just i think it was just frustration on his part that uh, his tag team title match kind of got ripped away from him i mean have you have you heard from blasphemy at all lately we he's another one we haven't seen in a while no i've not heard from blasphemy um that guy is there's something you know on hell's a little weird but Blasphemy's really off um so you never know when he might show back up around or make a call or well, i don't know if he talks or not talks but you know, maybe he'll send you a message or me a message at some point and say, hey, I'm ready to come back or, hey, we want to, you know, we, we, we want tag team titles. Sure. But of, of the two, I mean, Angel was a little more of the, the constant with MWA. So, um, but Blasphemy, if, if he wants to come back, he's welcome back as well. Um, we, and we talked kind of extensively already on the Mid-States Championship, but let's uh, take this time to reflect on the women we've had in MWA, I think a very great year for the women. Unfortunately, you know, Raven Thrash is still out right now after suffering a injury from non-related wrestling, non-wrestling related injury. Um, looking forward to having her on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast as well. But of course, she was able to to stop the very successful re- title reign of Morgan Levey. And I mean, they. I guess. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did they they pass the title back and forth a little bit? Yeah, they they had it back and forth a few times, and Ravens come out on top now, and um, she had a nice little run until her injury, um, but she'll be back on the 27th, so defending the title against um, Judy Azul. And that's that's the other thing because I I feel like 2022 was very much so a year just for the women in MWA to shine with. 
you know, we had uh, Miranda Gordy on a couple shows. We uh, um, then we, of course, had Ju- Judy Azul show up. Kel- Kelsey Magnolia, just a, a Stormy Renee has come back for the last few shows. So kind of a women resurgence in MWA, and it it's been so great for me to see. Yeah, the, I mean, there's a lot of talent now that's around. Um, that there hadn't been in the past, and there's a lot of girls that are hungry that are trying to make their mark, and there's a lot of women out there that want the MWA Women's Championship, so it should be an exciting 2023 that way. I was going to say, I, I think it, it's only going to continue to prosper from here. I mean, we we know kind of the, the women we have around the locker room right now, but, I mean, it's it's picking up in a big way, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see some more big-time big, big time names coming into MWA from the women's division wanting to make their mark on the women's division as uh, the women we've had so far have done. Yeah, I can definitely see a, a strong banner year next year. So, absolutely. Um, then I don't I don't want to focus on the MWA Tag Team Championship quite as much. Um, those who follow myself, Johnny Cadillac, and or the Rebel Hearts knows there's a lot of beef there. Um, of course, right now, Justin Gray is serving a suspension indefinite suspension just for his lack of attending the shows a decision that i will i will go to my grave with that decision i think i made the right one and what's best for the mwa fans but i mean and then at our most recent show we've we've seen the uh the crucible announce that they're they're looking for the mwa tag team championship they're hungry too what's your uh thoughts coming out of 2022 going into 2023 on the mwa tag team championship well, hopefully we can rebuild that tag uh, roster. Um, the Crucible right now looks like the best tag team in the MWA. They're not the, they're they're big guys. They're strong. They, you know, they're wrestling around the Midwest and around the country right now, and um, they're one of the best tag teams around. So, um, I would look look to them possibly to lead in the uh, resurgence of the tag team division in twenty twenty three. Absolutely, um, and then. Plenty of plenty of names not mentioned already uh, coming in and out of well, and into MWA or even more involved in MWA who's had shining years. Of course, we've seen Xander McIntosh quite a bit lately and really working to build himself up. Ryan Romantic comes back from injury. Let's let's talk about Ryan Romantic here a second. What's uh, what's your thoughts kind of in reflection of him in 2022? Of course, up until this most recent. Uh, show where he had the Ryan Romantic Christmas Chaos Challenge and uh, had, you know, Jason Scars, Hillbilly Bubbles, and even Christian the referee step up to the challenge and, of course, successful in the end. And uh, like I mentioned before, coming off of an injury himself, what was your thoughts of Ryan Romantic this year? Well, he's uh, he's an up-and-comer. He's, he's hungry. He wants to get better. He's young. He had that little setback with his... Uh, uh, bicep there. I think it was his bicep that that was messed up or his elbow, and that set him back a little bit. But he's coming back strong. Um, I would look to him to have a you know a really strong twenty twenty three. He's trying to he's finally starting to find his way. He's getting more experience in the ring. Um, he's a big guy. He's strong. Um, and when he gets some more experience and he starts to put it all together, he might be dang- he might be really dangerous in that ring. Absolutely, I I think. His future could very well be very bright. He's definitely shown the dedication since returning. And, I mean, I don't, you know, injuries can happen to anybody, but he seems to be quite the man on a mission right now. I think there very well could be bright things in his future. Oh, yeah, I definitely think that, you know, he wants it. And if he keeps it up and keeps doing what he's doing, he'll be there. There are a few other big names that we have kind of failed to mention I'm not going to say failed to mention, but we have not mentioned so far into this interview. But I want to focus when getting to those names. I think it's more appropriate that we talk to Brian Blade, the MWA heavyweight champion, when we get to that point. But just in a, as a whole, with the different shows we've had all over the Midwest uh, in 2022 and visions into 2023, Brian, I want to give this time specifically to you just to share reflection on the MWA success and the future? Well, 2022 was very successful. A lot of, we hit some new places, had a lot of, you know, we only had a, 
we only had probably had you know a couple missed shows that didn't didn't go the way we wanted them to but um almost all the rest of them were, were really successful really good um you know no matter what the event was all the all the wrestlers uh did their best uh worked hard uh put on an incredible event and in 2023 um, it's only going to get better um, we're looking at more places a few new places um as you as you see we're you know collaborating with some lucha libre um and in January, right after the 27th and with 28th and 29th, we're collaborating with them a little bit. Uh, we're going to be working with some other promotions here and there. Uh, and we're going to be hitting, you know, we'll be back to places like McCook and Beatrice and we'll be back in Illinois. Uh, and, you know, obviously we'll be in Lincoln and we're working on some new places like Norfolk, Columbus. I mean, we've been to those places before, but it's been a long time. So we're looking to get back. Um, we're hoping to do an event uh, in North Platte again this year. We're working on that or next year, I mean. So uh, we're going to – 2023 is going to be very busy for the MWA, and it's looking to be another really successful year. I am so excited for this year ahead with MWA for sure um, for those reasons that you just mentioned. And it seems like with the exception of the pandemic and having to cut back where we didn't want to, um, there was just – it seems like MWA just keeps picking up more and more that we're getting more and more exposure all over the Midwest. And uh, it's just been so great to be a part of. But 2023 is kicking off in a big way with the MWA Rumble. And as as of today, while we're recording this interview, I've been all over social media making announcements. But, I mean, it just seems like we have one show and it's so much to look forward to. And we say, how do how can we top ourselves for the next show? And then we find a way to top ourselves for that next show. But we're starting off MWA in 2023 with such a bang with the MWA Rumble. Of course, a $100 buy-in to get into the MWA Rumble match. And the winner receiving the proceeds of the those buy-in costs. And a future MWA Heavyweight Championship match. And of course, that's the main event. We'll still have an undercard as well. Um, what's your thoughts going into, where's your excitement, your thoughts and, uh, for the crowd and everything else going into the MWA rumble January 27th? Well, hopefully we keep building from, uh, December. We had a great crowd in December and we're hoping January is the same way. Uh, front row tickets are already starting to go fast. We're down to two tables already. Uh, people are going to get their tickets and, uh, it, it's going to be a great event. Um, it looks like, uh, you know, there'll probably be four championship matches plus a rumble. Um, it's it's kind of it's going to be a stacked card. It's going to be a fun night, and, and people will definitely get their money's worth. And you've already mentioned previously, of course, we'll also have the return of Raven Thrash. And Brian, it's been a few months since we've seen Raven, and uh, you know there might be some ring rust. But how excited are you just to have Raven Thrash back in the locker room for for the MWA Rumble? Oh, it'll be great. Uh, Raven is great to have in the locker room, a great competitor. I uh, really came on in 2022 until until the injury, and it's going to be interesting to see. I don't know um, how much ring time she'll have before she has to get in there, but because uh, Judy Azul right now is wrestling all over the place, getting experience everywhere. She was able to upset Storm. I think it was an upset, upsetting Stormy Renee in December, and She's kind of getting on a roll, and she's very young in this business. But, boy, she's really finding her footing. And she's very athletic, and Raven's going to have her hands full on the 27th. Absolutely. It's it's uh, going to be quite the match for sure. And, uh, oh, man, I, I don't even want to venture out a guess on what kind of result we'll see because, I mean, both women are hungry for their respective reasons. You said Judy Azul is new to the game, but she has made – quite an impact, quite a showing since showing up and uh, has really proved herself to be just a worthy competitor all around. And then we have Raven Thrash coming back from injury. So she, she has, she has a point to prove as well that she can still hang in there. And I know she's hungry. I know she's just eager to get back into that ring and hopefully uh, 2023 finds her. Well, it's just, Oh man, I'm so excited for that match. It's going to be, it's gonna be a yeah. It's gonna be a really good match, really interesting, and yeah, it's kind of we'll see. Uh, 
you know, hopefully there is no ring rust, and hopefully Ravens able to get some ring time, get some training before before the twenty seventh. She's not just getting in there, and uh, you know, I know she's tough, and I know she wants to compete. She wanted to compete in December, but you know, physically she doesn't wasn't quite there, and hopefully by January twenty seventh she's there and she's ready to go, and um, she's ready for Judy because. You know, like I said, Judy is coming, and she's she's rusting all over the place, and she's getting win after win after win, and it's going to be a really good uh, women's matchup. All right, and I'd be remiss. You know, we've mentioned the MWA Rumble a few times now, but of course, the big headlining match. I and I mentioned it already. The MWA Rumble match itself, so many variables, so much to to work for, and. Uh, really a crowning achievement for the winner. Um, I had the misfortune of announcing at the last Lincoln show that the MWA board of directors has informed me that my hands was tied that I had to put Christian Temple in the MWA Rumble as long as he can afford that $100 buy-in. I think that's very important to, to mention. You can't just say, I want to be in the Rumble and get in there. So if Christian Temple can afford the $100 buy-in... He has been granted a spot in the MWA Rumble match. As of us recording this, we have also announced uh, MWA Mid-States champion, who you, Brian Blade, are very familiar with, Levi McDaniel, has entered into the officially entered into MWA Rumble. One one man who has really had a shining year in 2022, just really improving his his craft. And looking to make an even bigger impact in 2023, of course, Party Poison is officially in the MWA Rumble, as well as another up-and-coming, could-be-shining star in MWA and the Heavy Metal metal Messiah, Xander McIntosh. So many different variables in that Rumble match already. So many names still to be announced. As a promoter, what's, uh, what's your thoughts getting ready for that big Rumble match at night? It should be fun to watch. It should be very interesting. You know, we're hoping to get minimum 20 people in there. That would be, you know, a $2,000 pot to the winner, which, would, you know, that's a nice little bit of a take home to start the year, you know, start the year with. And yeah, you know, and, you know, we're not going to cut it all. You know, we'll probably cut it off. I would guess probably at 30. Um, but if we, you know, I'm pretty certain we can get 20 guys in there, if not more. And this should be it. You know, one exciting match. Absolutely, and so much, so much hunger, so much excitement, and you know, if it's, I'm to my understanding, is similar to WWE's Royal Rumble, and which is always kind of a staple in professional wrestling as as a favorite, and so to see the greatest stars of MWA competing for an even bigger prize, because I mean, they're walking away with a lot of money that night. Um, just so much to be excited for. January 27th, such a big show. I cannot wait personally. Well, and when your own money's on the line, you know, it's not just like, you know, the old days where I said, oh, there's it's a $25,000 battle royal or $50,000 battle royal. Well, this one, it's it, it's a rumble, kind of similar to the Royal Rumble. Um, but, you know, there's some of your own money on the line. So, you know, I think that makes people go a little bit harder. Yeah, no, I mean, you've seen, I mean, you know, we, you, we've you seen the WWE Royal Rumble enough times where there's that big prize that they have, but then there's those occasional entries who, they enter the Rumble not because they necessarily want to win the Rumble, but because they're more focused on just eliminating, stopping somebody else from winning the Rumble, stopping them from achieving their goal, and to me, we're not going to see that quite as much on January 27th. For that simple reason that you just said, everybody in order to even get into the match, they have to put a hundred dollars in from their own pocket. So I mean, I don't really see any of the MWA talent just wanting to waste their money just to make sure certain that one person doesn't win. I think they're all hungry for the grand prize there. Yeah, I would definitely think so. You know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't you know unless you really really have a beef with somebody I wouldn't pay a hundred bucks to just go in and get rid of them and then lose the match. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't make as much logic, but logical sense. Brian Blade, uh, there's so many things to talk to you about now, as MW well, uh, as MWA heavyweight champion and a competitor 
And 2022 was quite the year for you, but let's start off strong. We're already we've already been talking about the MWA Rumble. Um so let's let's talk about your end of things. Um how close have you, are you as MWA heavyweight champion? Do you plan on keeping a keen eye on the the Rumble match itself or what's what's your thoughts as heavyweight champion going into that night? Well, I definitely got to pay attention to who wins because, you know, the winner obviously gets a title shot in the future. So um, I'll be very interested to see who comes out on top and because I know it's going to be a future, you know, competitor for me. So um, I got to stay on the top of my game and it gives me a good chance there if I, you know, I'll watch it closely because I'll be able to study my opponent a little bit in, in a fashion of seeing him fight, you know, up to 20 other men. Absolutely. Well, you know, as of the day we're recording this interview, I have made a lot of announcements already for the MWA Rumble on Facebook. But I want to take some time for breaking news to you right now exclusively to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. Of course, word will further spread from here. But um, I have just heard from the MWA Board of Directors, and I wanted to let you know first that though you do have a vested interest in that MWA Rumble match... Your night's not going to be so easy just watching to see who you could possibly be facing later on because you have a big title defense that night, January 27th in Lincoln, Nebraska. You will be defending the MWA Heavyweight Championship against Nino Hatchet. I am so excited to see Nino Hatchet coming back, coming into the MWA ring and getting a MWA Heavyweight Championship match against you. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, Nino coming back from injury, and yeah, that'll be, uh, you know, I'm going to have to go back and watch the tape on Nino again and uh, study his study his moves, study his uh, strengths, study his weaknesses. And, I mean, you gave me a good, nice little, you know, I got five and a half weeks to look it over. It looks, you know, seems like maybe six, somewhere in there, and come up with a game plan to defeat Nino. He was a uh, he was an up and comer. I mean, he was, he was rising fast in the ranks until he got hurt. Um, he's really good in the ring. Uh, so I might be on my a game. I can't overlook him to look at who's going to win the Royal, uh, the rumble there. And so in order for me to have to worry about the rumble, I've got to be able to, uh, keep my championship that night. Absolutely. And now there've been a lot of variables, Again, we're looking at a best of MWA in 2022 for this week's episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. And you yourself have had quite a year in yourself. But before we get on to any more competitors, I'm glad that you seem pretty excited and accepting of your big championship match on January 27th. Again, I'm so excited to see that. I think you two will put on a great showing and honestly, it gives more to the crowd to look forward to in that show than, of course, you know, we'll see the return of Raven Thrash and, of course, the big MWA Rumble match. But this just goes to show that there's still a huge, huge show other than those couple things. But, um, again, you've had a great 2022. Um, there's some been some different individuals I want to talk to, Brian Blade, the wrestler, about... Um, coming out of 2022, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, and I want to congratulate you again. Um, we've talked about this before, but in reflection, I cannot talk to Brian Blade without thinking back to 2022 being the year that you got to take your rightful spot in the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. What did that mean to you? Uh, it was a great honor. Um, it was unexpected, um, but I'm very appreciative of the Hall of Fame and the people that, uh, you know, voted or however they do it to get me in and are nominated to get me in and uh, very appreciative of them and Donnie Dodge for all he does uh, for the Hall of Fame and uh, he keeps making it bigger and better um, all the time. Uh, it's it's it, and it was just a great honor and uh, really appreciative um, and uh, very humbling. Absolutely and yeah, again, congratulations and you you mentioned one name so I want to make another announcement this pertains completely to caddy chat wrestling talk podcast i have a couple you know 2022's winding down to an end and we have big things in store for 2023 from caddy chat wrestling talk podcast as well and um 
early on in the year, uh, hopefully right away, but very, very quick into January, Donnie Dodge is coming back on the Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast to give more reflection on the MWA Hall of... Or not, sorry, the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame and all the work he's done there. Of course, we had him on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast before, but that was before we went to this audio format. Uh, it was just on Facebook Live. So one thing for me really to look forward to, and I'm so excited to be being able to rehash memories and thoughts with Donnie Dodge about the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame going into that episode. That'd be a great episode. Donnie's, uh, Donnie's great on the radio, and uh, he'll have a lot to say. And, um, you know, maybe he'll even tell you who uh, who's getting into the tournament. Maybe he'll, uh, you know, announce somebody for the 2023 class on your uh, podcast. You never know. I mean, and then you have uh, big things as well. So Donnie Dodge has talked about kind of big visions he has when we had the the latest Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and he talked about the Corn Rumble um, have you had any further thoughts? Do you uh, have anything on that you want to share that you know about? It looks really cool. That's I don't know a whole lot about it. I mean, obviously, it looks like looks like an MWA Rumble or WWE Royal Rumble type type thing. Um, looks like all the Hall of Famers and a few, uh, you know, from what I've been told, all the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Famers will be in there that were wrestlers and. It should be really exciting. I'm really looking forward to just the couple little snippets I've seen here and there on Facebook. I haven't, I haven't been privy to anything else outside of what everybody else has seen on Facebook and uh, social media. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Matt is looks like he's doing a great job on the graphics and putting it all together. So uh, I'm really, really, really interested to see the finished product. Oh, I am too. And the thing is, like you mentioned, we're putting all the nebraska pro wrestling hall of famers together in a big rumble and so there's dream dream match scenarios all over the place of course you uh you've worked with some nebraska pro wrestling hall of famers before i am primarily thinking at this time especially of uh donnie pepper cricket uh for one and i'm sure there's a plethora of other stars in the mwa in the mwa rumble sorry in the nebraska pro wrestling hall of fame corn rumble mixing up my events there but i mean there's dream match scenarios all over the place brian blade as a wrestler looking at some of the members of the nebraska pro wrestling hall of fame who you wouldn't have been able to compete against who do you think that you think primarily you could have had some fun or awesome showings with if your paths would have crossed in your prime or whatever else from the nebraska pro wrestling hall of fame well, I think me and uh, Mad Dog Bashan would have had uh, pretty interesting matchups. Um, obviously, I've worked with Mantar and uh, PN News before, Paul New, um, or Grizzly Cannonball. Some people know him also. Um, I think maybe, in a minute, you know, very interesting to wrestle somebody like uh, Jack Pesic or um, Iron Mike DiBiase, guys like that that are. Um, you know, really, really old school. I think it would have been very interesting, my style against their style. Um, it just would have been, that That would have been fun. That would have been, you know, real interesting. It's just one of those, you know, what if could have happened. You know, Baron Von Rasky, another one, of, you know, guy grew up watching would have been, a, yeah, that'd be, that'd be very interesting. And I think that'd be a fun matchup. Absolutely. So, Shout out to Donnie Dodge and the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Their upcoming Corn Rumble that's going to be taking spotlight all over social media. Um, and then, of course, Donnie Dodge himself coming on to a very soon episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. Now, Brian Blade, the heavyweight champion. Again, you've had a big year yourself. Um, numerous, numerous matches. Um, there's a couple individuals I, I don't remember necessarily rivals with but have made some big marks in MWA that I feel I should mention um, at this time, whether you've interacted with them in 2022. Um, but there's there's a few names that come to my mind. Of course, we had recently had gorgeous Alex Gretzky on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, Donnie Pepper Cricket, and then, of course, a recent opponent of yours, Niles Plonk. Um, you just want to shed some light. What from either side as a promoter or even as MWA heavyweight champion on those three stars? All great competitors. 
you know, all guys I've had to, you know, I had to overcome uh, great competition in order to stay MWA champion. I can't say enough about how good all of them are in the ring. And uh, if you get a chance to see them on an MWA event or any other, any other event, they're worth the price of admission. There we go. Um, of course, 2022 concluded with you having a big-time title defense, a huge buildup going into it against one Mr. Fitness 2. Um, I mean, I don't I don't think you'd want to shut him out uh, from your visions going forward. I think he's still, he still has a vendetta, uh, but somebody who has set his sights on you in 2022 in a big way. We've covered it all over Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. What was your thoughts and reflection of Mr. Fitness 2 and your past in 2022? Well, he's always he's always a great competitor. Uh, he can, you know, we, we've had our, you know, we've, we've had our ups and downs. Um, we've been in the ring multiple times before, and he's always dangerous, and he's one of the guys that, that he knows me inside out. That's that's makes it the toughest thing. He knows what's coming next a lot of times. Um, I mean, I know what what he's going to do next a lot of times too. But you know, it makes it it makes it a little harder to prepare for for somebody that knows knows you so well. Um, you know, you got to try to throw that little curveball in there every now and then and show them a little bit something different. And it makes it a little more, it makes preparation a little more difficult, but it makes it a lot more fun because you, you can't just go in there with the same game plan. And, you know, he's one of those guys that on any given night is able to, he would be able to defeat me. I mean, he's done it in the past and I'm sure in 2023, he's going to, you know, he, he's going to want the belt. He's going to keep coming for me. Okay. Fair enough. And yeah, I think it's uh very clear. And I mean, I don't doubt you at all. I, just from knowing the man Mr. Fitness 2 is and the goals he's had. Of course, he has been on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast as well. A great interview with that one. If you have a chance to go back and listen to that, that is on a past audio format uh, episode of this podcast. Now, I'd be remiss. Uh, you know, I want to talk about positive statements. And for you, it kind of culminated in a, a big positive moment of your career. But you did not I'm putting this the nicest way possible. You did not were not able to hold on to the MWA heavyweight championship the entire twenty twenty two. Um and I I can't help but to think going into the MWA Rumble how Van Johnson earned his title match against you in the first place, where he did take the title off of your hands and held the title for a little while himself. And it seems like since you you were able to defeat Van Johnson in a brutal last man standing match to uh, kind of kind of avenge your rivalry and regain your championship, but since then it seems like both Van Johnson and Levi McDaniel are two names that continuously show back up to uh, to your matches and definitely have a vested interest. Brian Blade, at this time, I'm gonna give you the floor to address those two well you know i've got a lot of respect for levi um but he's losing it little by little here and they're like two cockroaches that won't go away um van johnson is a snake in the grass um and that's not to take anything away from either one of them in the ring obviously they're very good in the ring but very sneaky do anything to win um you know, I just, I just don't don't have a whole lot of time for guys like that. But obviously, I must have to now because they won't go away. And at some point or another, hopefully in twenty twenty three, I'm I'm going to put them to rest for good, and they they won't come knocking on my door anymore. And I'm sure you've also been very thankful. And you kind of mentioned it already, but one man who has stepped up to help you out, um, and every time that they keep showing up. And who has your back and has proved to have your back and seems to be looking out for you? How much has Dave Sullivan met to you in 2022? Just kind of being your special advisor. I, I, I can't thank Dave enough for having my back. Um, when you're the heavyweight champion, there's not a lot of guys that have your back. There's a lot of guys that want to stab you in the back. There's a lot of guys that that want your spot. 
lot of guys will want to knock you down. Um, Dave came in, you know, made a proposal to me, made an offer, and, you know, we struck up a friendship, and, and he's had my back ever since. And like I said, he's he's kind of been inter- instrumental in, you know, stopping guys from interfering in matches. And um, probably and, and there's a possibility without him that, you know, I don't win that last man standing match against Van Johnson because I mean, if, if you remember right, there was a lot of interference in that match. Oh, yes, there was. And I guess, so. and looking back on that last man standing match, one name that I almost spaced, but, uh, and he uh, also is going to be on a upcoming episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. If he's listening to this, this episode will probably be very upset with me for mentioning that I almost spaced him, but you had quite a, quite the little rivalry with one Jameson McGregor as well. Yeah, he's a he's a big, strong, nasty guy. Um, one half, you know, him and Brixton Nash make an incredible tag team. But he's uh he's jumped on me a few times, and sounds like he wants to jump on a few more times. But uh, you know, it's a lot harder to jump on than it is to, uh, to get back off. So uh, you know, anytime he wants to go at it, you know, I'm more than willing to uh, knock him down a few pegs. Of course, I'm reflecting to last January, you had a successful MWA championship defense against Jamison McGregor in Crete, Nebraska, and you guys, you have had paths crossed since, and I'm I'm curious to see, you know, I know right now he's made his intention very clear that he's focused on the MWA Tag Team Championship along with Brixton Nash. I know Donnie Pepper Cricket may have something to say about that coming out of the last show but I just would have been remiss if I did not mention uh, Jamison McGregor. Now, we, we talked quite a bit, Brian. We talked quite a bit about the Lincoln shows. Of course, this is this pro- podcast does come out of Lincoln, Nebraska, um, very Nebraska-based and then also a central platform for MWA. But as we mentioned before, we've had shows all over the Midwest, most notably in we had two benefit shows in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And looking back at the show we had just last October, shout out to Seth Goldberg and all the work that he did with helping you with putting those shows together and getting the sponsors and really giving a great benefit to Chicago Adaptive Sports. But you uh, you had the opportunity to team with Sean Hernandez and you took on Chris Mercer and the American outlaw Tyler Bodine. What was your reflection on that night? Um, well, that was a you know Seth put in a lot of work. Um, he did a great job. It was a great tag team match. It was very physical. Uh, getting hit with a ball rope does not feel good. Um, it's always great to uh, tag team with uh, Hernandez. Great guy. Um, known him for a long time. Uh, Great in the ring, big, strong, just tough, and, you know, couldn't ask for a better guy to team with. And, you know, in the end, we got the job done, did what we said we were going to do, and uh, the fans went home happy. If those guys ever want another tag team match, I'm sure we can can whoop them again. All right. Um, That is good to know. But coming out of that match, I was thinking about – and we've talked already about being MWA champion. You've been a marked man – Throughout any of your MWA championship runs, but it seems like most so, more so in this current one that you're in. Uh, but I did have somebody reach out to me who caught wind that you were going to be on an upcoming episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. So here we are and sent me this video. And uh, at this time, I want you to sit back and listen to what he has to say. And of course, I will give you the time of response. So, uh, okay. Well, I'll go ahead and play this for you. Hello, Mr. Blade. How are you doing tonight? Glad to see you're doing well. I just wanted to let you know I haven't forgotten about you. I know we haven't seen each other much here lately, which is okay. Gives me time to formulate a new plan. Because you know the goal is still the same. The goal is to get your MWA heavyweight belt off of you. 
it was business. I guess now you could say it's been personal. All the defeats that I've taken, all the different guys that I've thrown against you, and you have beaten. Which I'll give you credit for. You're very resilient. You've come on top every single time. But in 2023, the new year coming up, I have a new plan. And I have new opponents lined up for you. So as I take my sabbatical for the rest of this year, I'll be looking forward to seeing you in 2023. Somewhere down the road. I'm not sure exactly when and where. But don't you worry. I'll be around probably when you least expect it. So anyway, I hope this finds you well. I hope that you have a nice holiday coming up. And I'll see you down the road. Well, Mr. Blade, how are you doing? Okay, I didn't expect it to replay itself. Of course, that was the voice of one man you know very well, and Mr. John Park. Brian, I'm going to give you this time. He uh, he said his goals. I think he was very blunt about what his goals are going into 2023, and it has your name written all over it. Yeah, um... Uh, John just won't go away. No matter what I do, no matter who I defeat, he keeps coming back. I thought I got rid of him a few years ago in Elgin when uh, you know I got my five minutes with him and stomped a mud hole in him, but I guess not. And I, he's like a cockroach too. He's you know, he no matter what I do to him, he keeps coming back and keeps coming back. And you know, he is resilient. I give him that too. And he doesn't give up and he's persistent and um. But I'm going to keep finding ways to thwart him, keep, keep finding ways to stop him, and keep finding ways to uh, defeat him and his men. And 2023 is going to be no different than 2022, 2021, 2019, 2018, 2017. However far this goes back, because it's been a while. And the same thing is going to keep happening to him. Okay, so you, just as much as he has seemed confident with his words for you, of course, he's saying he's been taking a sabbatical as of late, and uh, 2022 is coming to an end. Um, he has some sort of plan up his sleeve, but it sounds like you are most definitely ready and ready for whatever plan he might have, though you may not know what it is. Yeah, we'll just have to, uh, I guess we'll wait and see, and um, I'll just have to be ready, and I usually keep myself pretty ready. And I think it's only fair that I let you know Brian, um, just keep your head on the swivel. Mr. John Park is planning on coming on to an upcoming episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast himself. Um, we've agreed on this. I just, we're just trying to iron out details on to win. Of course, he is charging my staff a lot of money for the interview. Uh, but I want to give That's you. That's not shocking. What's that? That's not shocking. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, yeah, he, he's very adamant and we will have him on the show. Uh, but I wanted to at least give you the heads up because, um, I mean, I think you'll have a vested interest in what he has to say when he does come on. Well, I'll definitely be listening. Okay, fair enough. Now, when we did have that video that we we're, or that, that piece that we we're listening to where he shared some words with you, I was thinking back to the work he's done with the International Alliance in Arlington Heights, Illinois, and just kind of his stomping grounds he's had, like, where we've seen him in the MWA picture. And there's one man that I know who his paths have crossed with very much over the years as well. And it was almost a match that slipped my mind that I want to, I not necessarily the match unless you want to, but one other, one other MWA legend that I don't want to be remiss without bringing up. And uh, one man I respect quite a bit in this business um, who, I mean, we thought we were going to see his retirement uh, from pro wrestling at the Arlington Heights show. Again, you had a match in 2022 against him, 
But your shot, your excuse me, your thoughts on the wild man beast, Brian? Uh, great competitor. It's going to be sad to see him retire uh, this year. Um, but like like I said before, with Chief, everyone's time has to come, and you got to know when it is sometimes. Um, but he's had an incredible career. Um, he's been everywhere, um, won championships everywhere, made an impact everywhere. Uh, you know, he's he's hardcore um, and you know, just a tough, tough man, tough competitor. Um, and uh, yeah, he's it, it's gonna be sad to see a competitor like him go, even though you know he's you know tried to crush my ribs a few times, mm-hmm. but. Uh, he's old school and you don't get guys like that. Um, he's, you know, he's, a, he's an honorable man and, um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, the wrestling world, the independent wrestling world for sure is going to be, uh, not as good with him out in it. Yeah. He doesn't, I mean, I think he's kind of formulated in his mind when, when his time might be coming, it hasn't been general knowledge uh, general information yet on when it is um hopefully we can have him in the mwa ring one or two more times in 2023 but yes yeah, so a very very respected individual um always been great for me to work with and uh i look forward to the next couple times that i'll be able to work with him if i'm given that opportunity and i just hate to see him go from there so you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll see him in the MWA before he's gone this this coming up year. So, absolutely. Well, Brian, that was uh, kind of my, my thoughts. I think we, we were all over the spectrum with uh, today's interview. A lot of insight, breaking news a couple different times. Um, one more time, Brian Blade, the MWA heavyweight champion, the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer, class of 2022, and then, of course, the kind of visionary and promoter of MWA. Your final thoughts on 2022 as a whole from any of those perspectives and going into 2023, your visions. Uh, for wrestling, 2022 is a great year. Um, a lot of great events um, all over the place where I was. 2023 is going to be even better. Um, I plan to take the title internationally a little bit with me um, as long as I can hold on to it. And, and you know, I'm do my everything I can to hold on to it. Um, we got a lot of opportunities coming up, and it's going to be a great year, and people don't want to miss the 27th. Uh, you know, you can get your tickets before Christmas because they make great Christmas presents. You know, if you, if you can get a ticket from somebody like you, Johnny Cadillac, or the Cornhusker Social Hall, or Kyle Kamikaze, or Ryan uh, Carlson, or Ryan Romantic, um, you know, or uh, Hub Danielson, you, you, they got tickets, so you can stuff the kids' uh into their stockings. It's a great gift from Santa to uh, be able to put in a stocking and see, hey, we're going to the MWA on January 27th. Absolutely. And when I was asking that, I said, well, I guess I kind of asked you that at the end of the first half of the show, but I still think you shared a lot more insight and kind of closing. It's been a great year and many great things to come. Uh, Congratulations to you, Brian, on all the accomplishments. And, I mean, I'll reflect on this probably my next next upcoming episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. But it's been a big year for me, too, personally. Um, And, of course, at the top of that list was the launch of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, which, Brian, I believe this is now your fourth or fifth time on the show. Of course, you were on the first episode that made it on to when it was just Facebook Live at that point. So from me as the host of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, I just want to reiterate how much I appreciate you and your willingness to come on to a number of these episodes and uh, just the work you you do and uh, just giving me the time to uh, kind of kind of uh, wreck your brain a little bit and uh, make you think and reflect and give an even more insight into the future. So thank you for that. Well, I appreciate you having me on and I'm glad to see how uh, much your podcast has grown since the start. I appreciate that. Thank you to the KIN staff for all the help and just giving me this platform. Another shout-out to my right-hand man, Ryan Johnson, over on social media and just the work he's put into helping me with with Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast up until this point. Um, Brian, thanks again for coming on. I want to wish you happy holidays. Hopefully you had a good Christmas and have a great 
New Year's and uh, looking forward to working with you in the year ahead. Sounds great. I look forward to working with you and I hope you, um, you and your family have uh, great holidays. Thank you, sir. So that has been Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast with MWA promoter and heavyweight champion Brian Blade in reflection of 2022. Of course, I am your host, Caddy, uh, I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac. It's been fun. And until next time, we will see you then. Have a great day, everybody.